We need some intro music. Ooh. <laughs> I like it, I like it, I like it. Women, get it. Okay, let's go down that road. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> There's a surprise at every turn. Woman, get it. Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Woman Get In Podcast. Did hi. you like last week's? Whoops. <laughs> thought you were saying hi to me. I was kind of, <laughs> but then you didn't say anything. So I kept going. Well, when you paused for an extra long time, normally you just keep going through. You're like, I am Miley. And then oh, I, I say, I, forgot who I, I am Mandy. So, so I waited, but then it uh, seemed like she's not going to do that yeah. today. So I just went, came in with a hi. Hi. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Mandy. Ah, nice to meet you. And you are? I'm Miley. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I've heard of you. Ah. <laughs> All good things. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm so relieved. Didn't you sing at a Diamondbacks game recently? I may have. Are you that? Oh, Miley? I might be that one. Did she sing okay or was she did she forget her words? She was phenomenal. And everyone oh. in the crowd as she walked to her seats was like, Great job. Oh my gosh, oh. that was amazing. You were so thank good. You, thank you, thank you. So then, well, yes, that's that, that you? would be okay. me. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Aw, thank you, thank you. Uh, how are you doing today, Mandy? I'm great. Yeah. I'm a little I'm caffeinated. Glad. A little caffeinated? Yeah. I am not caffeinated at all. Oh, I was chatting with a lady about a cake order a few minutes ago, and I started re um, recapping the order with her. And I'm, I'm, I must have went too fast because she went, sorry, could you repeat all of that? Aww. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I love that. I was like, maybe I'm speaking really fast right oh. now. So I'm, I'm consciously trying to slow it down. But that's probably why I've been pausing a lot to allow people to process what I've said. Oh, I was yes. going to say because you're not caffeinated or because <laughs> no, you've been told you've been, I've been yes, chatting fast that. lately. Yeah. I mean, I've been told that all my life. Oh. But, you know, okay. uh, happy birthday week. Thank you. Birthday week. We've basically been celebrating since yeah, the 4th of July. <laughs> we have. 4th of July, we had a pool thing. Yeah. Then a couple, couple days, days later, later another pool, pool thing. thing. And uh, uh, and then this and week, baseball game in between. Oh, yeah, baseball I game got to come on the field with you. Yes. That, that was, was rad. Yes, I mean, that was super I've fun. come down and like stood right against the net and like chatted with you before. But I usually don't get there until like you're already on the field. Yeah. And this time, I was just running early. Like, it didn't take me as long to do the things I needed to do beforehand. And I was like, I'm here 30 minutes early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, cool, come down. Come down, yeah. So, yeah, I got to meet all the little, all the people that, all your guards, all your friends. <laughs> I like to think of them as my bodyguards. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yours. They <laughs> they're love all mine. you. They're, they're there for me. Yes. They all know me by name. Oh, yeah. Yes. They're like, hey, how and are you? And they let me get away with stuff like bringing my tea onto the, the field. <laughs> the first couple times, they didn't let me bring any fluids onto the field. Oh. And then after I had sang two or three times, they're like, oh, you're the girl. So then they, they let me. And then this one time, someone it was a new security person and he wouldn't let me bring the the drink in. So I just left it right there at the security. When I, after I sang and then I came back, the usual security person was there and he's like, oh, I didn't, I, if I had known it was you, I would have told him to let you take your tea onto the field. I'm so, so sorry oh that you couldn't God. take your tea onto the field. And I was like, it's okay, but don't let it happen again. Was it Chris? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he 
was there when I, I went with you and he's, he's so funny <laughs> he's he's really personable like nice I don't yeah. know would you call him like middle-aged I guess yeah man? probably yeah nice guy he's like oh you want me it like I'm just standing there with you before you went out onto the field and we were just chatting and whatever looking around and he was like do you want a picture <laughs> I know. so he's like takes our picture he's like we'll get another one when you get out on yeah. the field so and sweet. like let me take a picture let me turn it this way I know. Like, he does, like portrait and landscape <laughs> he's awesome I love it him. was so funny and then we go out there he's like do you're gonna do great I can't wait I you're my favorite I oh, love hearing yeah. these. everyone tells you you're their favorite does a little part of you wonder if they tell everyone that I know they do I'm pretty sure they got to tell everybody that I was like that's not offensive right to think no. like they're probably saying this to everyone they're my favorite I'm their favorite for that day that's how I think of it mm, okay like I'm the only singer that day but th- uh, that, uh, that just means I'm their favorite that day I mean uh, I don't know these other singers because they're never televised right correct like, and I, I never go to those games <laughs> that too I don't ever get there early <laughs> enough to see the anthem sung when yeah. I've bought tickets or been taken to games oh, I can't remember the last time I've seen the anthem the, uh, okay of all the sporting events I've gone to I would say uh, and all of the times I've seen the anthem sung 95 for the percent of them are because you're singing oh it. no way that's funny so maybe five out of a hundred games wow I've seen the anthem for and that's oh, and, yeah. and that's definitely and, due to somebody else because I'm never getting there early and and I also think that that's the sentiment for many people yeah like they just they 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 know that there's an anthem singer and a couple other things so they can run late or they don't have to show up on time well, I'm like the game is at 640 I'll I'll be there at 638 Oh, that's funny. And then okay. I'm standing in line, getting yeah. my bag checked, mm. getting scanned, da 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 da, yeah. buying a drink, going to the bathroom, whatever it is, like doing all these things. Yeah. And then you sit down, you know, ten minutes into the game. Usually, that's my yeah. no thing. biggie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm but early. Thank you if for being there that day. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming that day. That meant a lot to me. It was very awesome. last minute. It was last minute. You were like, so on Wednesday, and I was like, wait, like tomorrow Wednesday. <laughs> it's like, oh. And you, yeah, your yep. face went all confused. Yeah. Oh, yes, tomorrow is Wednesday. I was like, <laughs> Hi, a holiday in the middle of the week just fucks really, me up. It really, does. Yes, yes, yes. I was uh, like, I don't know what day it is. I joined Threads. Yes, we are now on Threads, everybody. Yes. Don't know what that is, but please join us there. <laughs> oh, my God. So Threads <laughs> is an arm. Basically, I think of it as an arm of Instagram. So you have to have an Instagram account. Do you have to download a separate app for this? Yes. Or is it within the environment? I see. It is a separate app, but you can do it through your Instagram. Kind of linked together, but you saw it's like Facebook Messenger. It's kind of embedded, but like on your phone, you have to download a separate thing. That is true. Yeah, basically. That's thank you for putting it that way. I'm glad that you are head of these kinds of things. Yeah. Well, I put that is now your new official title. (laughs) Head of all of these other things that Miley Head of everything yeah. except for editing, editing. the show, <laughs> which is fine by me, because <laughs> that seems like the worst fucking part. <laughs> well, it's very time consuming. Yeah. And if I had to listen to my voice yeah. that many, I would edit to the point where there'd be nothing left. <laughs> I'm I, constantly like, oh, let me listen to that again. Up, oh, And then I, I listen to it over and over again, trying to cut. So because sometimes I have to sometimes we're cutting I have to parts piece and you have to sentences make together. And yeah. And sometimes I should really record befores and afters because sometimes I. I'm like, wow, I can't believe I did that. Like, that is incredible. If you heard the before and after, I'm like, man, I got to give myself some kudos. Because the before was like stumbling and yes. stuttering and um, uh, uh, and then the after is what people hear and it just yeah. sounds like we know what the fuck we're saying. I love it. Pretty amazing. Oh. Yeah. I listen to the drafts 
you know, by the time I get them, it's like all the weird stuff is gone. Usually the mistakes are gone or whatever. Or sometimes I'll be like, oh, hey, this can go. And yeah. then every now and then I'll have a minor edit of something I said, or I'll be like, this doesn't really contribute to the episode. It goes off topic, little shit like that. But, and then I, I, I've started to listen to it with the intention, like when I cut this out, will it make sense? Or am I going to mm, make a headache mm-hmm. for Miley? And she's like, well, I can't just cut that. Cause then the beginning and the after that don't make any sense. So I like, I try to be more intentional Aww. when I suggest something to That's be very thoughtful. cut. Thank you. So I'm like, hopefully it makes sense when you smush the other two ends together <laughs> without my nonsense. Usually it does. No problem. Yeah. I'm not concerned. Oftentimes it's, me trying to balance out how many ums and likes and you knows <laughs> out without it sounding too much like we're robots, you know, like because just yes. like the you knows, the ums every now and then does make it sound more natural. And I want us to sound natural. Yeah. I never want us to sound scripted because we aren't scripted. This should be a drinking game with how many times I say the word like <laughs> in an episode. So, yes, I put us on threads. Yay, Threads. The podcast is on Threads. The baking page is my two businesses, basically. I guess I'm counting the podcast as a business, even though it doesn't make money. But these are both on Threads. And on the 4th of July, I, re- I posted a photo of my big rubber ducky pool floaty in the pool all by itself. And I was like, a holiday in the middle of the week just gets me. I don't know where I am. What day is it? <laughs> Throw this away. Let's start over Monday. Yes. <laughs> like, throw the week away just start over and now this week it's here and I'm like it's my birthday week this week doesn't really count either I don't I don't know what's going on what day is it like I just like the way my schedule has become the last few weeks with just lots of things that haven't been happening before that I guess is the best way to put it my schedule is just different these days and I kind of am back in a place and it's also summertime right so it's pool parties and birthdays and just that stuff kind of happens a lot of the year, but in Arizona, it's a little different in the summer. And then we travel and we go places. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what day is it? Yep. Like, where am I supposed to be? And I literally am trying to be better about looking at my calendar more days just to make sure I'm where I'm supposed to be. Because I don't know. I feel you. I feel you. It's like a lot. It's like new. Yeah. It's not new things in my calendar. It's just a different schedule yeah. these days. But. Well, I'm really excited for your birthday and I'm so happy to celebrate. I'm excited to celebrate you. Me too. Thank you. I've started. So I don't want to give it away what we're up to, but I did start collecting singles, meaning single dollar bills. I was going to say singles. Mm. That's a tease. So I started to collect dollar bills. I should probably get some. That's going to be in my tip. I send out to the group that's Mm, going mm, like mm, bring mm. your singles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We had an interesting weekend with the pool party. Yes, we did. Um, went out to my car and my battery was dead oh, that night. Yeah. So our lovely friend Demi got me a jump. Shout with out AAA. to Demi. Thank you. Thank you. Love Demi, a former guest and friend of the show and friend of us personally yes, these days. Yes. So I got a jump. That was cool. Then I figured out how to get my car started. Yeah. A couple of times after that, I got to pick up. I even was like, so I don't think it works the same with the Prius. Like, I don't think that the, 12 volt battery charges when you're driving around like standard gas cars do oh because it just it it, didn't it wasn't behaving the same way no i had to it was still behaving the same way as it was when it was low so Ah. um but you know based on some youtube videos i turned everything in the car off power wise and then i could get it to start oh and then Shireen was coming back from Denver and I was like, hey, need a ride? Let me see if my car will start. Oh, and it did? (laughs) So I got the car started and I picked them up. And then? 
um, it states it stayed and Sam, her boyfriend, has one of those little portable charger battery things. Uh-huh. So he gave me that since I was with them and I gave, told them the whole story. He's like, here, borrow this. So if you need to jump it to get it to the oh. I was I was like, it was a weekend. So oh, I had to wait until yes. this week to get yeah. my car and where you to the dealership where I bought the battery last and I got it there and turns so is an 84 month warranty on the battery just like oh, the triple wow. a guy was yeah. mentioning so it had been outside of the two-year replacement free replacement oh. but they still gave me half off the battery huh so I got in and out with install pisses me off that they charge you that yeah. much like 50 bucks to put in a battery oh, seems absurd to me yeah. but with that and all the fees you know like I don't like it. Whatever they charge you, like getting rid of your old materials, whatever waste and miscellaneous fees. It was like just under 200 bucks. I was out the door around Mm. 190. So that was a bummer. But, you know, it happens. It had been almost four years. But so bummer. I had to pay 200 bucks. But then I checked my mail. Uh And I always, always, if I get notifications for class action settlements, Uh I always fill them out. Like I read them, make sure they pertain to me. I fill out my information, Uh which is usually pretty minimal. I mean, they already have my information somehow. So it probably pertains to me. I got a check in the mail from contacts. Oh, like contact lenses Uh for class action. It covered my battery. Oh, that was the biggest class action I think I've ever checked I've ever got. I was shook. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, thank check. you, universe. I know, right? Thank you, uh, AccuView. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For screwing up whatever you screwed Not up. Not sponsored, but. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you, you screwed anyways. up that yes. caused me to get a couple hundred bucks back in the mail is pretty awesome because that covered my car battery. Thank so. you. For messing up. Yeah. So that was fun. Oh, I got stung by a bee in the pool. Oh, right. Yes, that was. I haven't been stung by a bee. The last time a bee sting was in my presence, it was you <laughs> at a pool in Vegas. I know. This is you and me together by pools. I was like, mm. every other year, we just yeah. get stung by mm. bees at the so pool. So it's going to be my turn in a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have any reaction to the bee. That's good. I knew immediately what had happened yeah. when I touched it. I was like, motherfucker, mm. there's a... And then I found the bee later dead in the yeah. pool. I was like, there's I a I sucked stinger. it up and then I like put it to rest in the grass. You did. And and thankfully, I was like, well, the bee was on the bottom of my foot. So that was awesome. My the foot sting. Hurt. Yeah, the, the stinger, stinger was on the bottom of my yeah. foot in the pool. Not fun. Uh, what else happened? I think that was it. That was about it. That was, that was my exciting weekend. Mine was chill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yours was pretty much the same. I yeah, mean, I, same. I drove over, helped you clean up the next yeah. day from the pool, let the car run for the driveway yep. for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, yes, yes. And Oh, uh, my God. My floaties are still in my car. <laughs> are they really? You got to check on them because you don't want the heat to I like, know, they're hurt probably going to melt into yeah. a pool out there. Shit. Yeah. I took mine to my casita. I'll uh, have to go. Oh, booger face. I was supposed uh-oh. to stop by the casita and pick up stuff. Aw, <laughs> oh, man. I love us talking this out is our, is our reminder of all the things oh, we're forgetting. well. Oh, booger. What, It'll be fine. Uh, I was going to take it back over to the house. Oh. Because maybe we'll, I'll pick it up again. I have to head that way. I got to work over there tomorrow. Yeah. If you're, you're It'll be all way. good. Anyways. Anyhow. Yeah. So that's all about of it. my updates also included you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> include you happen to be a part of most of my updates i like it since we last chatted but you know what you haven't told our people about is your national parks for your birthday experience oh yeah i haven't recapped my birthday have right. i no because oh, we okay. didn't really recap last week yeah okay so my birthday recap was i went on a trip a solo trip so uh 
backflash flashback to <laughs> <laughs> flashback to uh, our episode about solo traveling if you want to find out more about solo traveling but I did a little mini road trip for myself I originally planned it to be a four day but as it got closer I did get a little antsy about being away for too long so I shortened it to, to a three day road trip mm. and I rented a car because I didn't want to put the miles on my own car. I rented a car. Because you were driving from Phoenix to where? Yeah. So I drove all the way up to Page, Arizona. Okay. And that's about a four, four and a half hour drive. Went up there and I went is to. Is Page? Sorry. So I know where Flagstaff in the Grand it? Canyon. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. that direction. Is Page yeah. in that same direction? Yep. So you keep going past Flagstaff, past Grand Canyon. Oh. Page is literally on the border of uh Utah, Utah and Arizona okay. and so a page is like maybe 10 15 I want I, I, don't quote me but like that close to the border the two border like the, you okay. know Arizona and uh, Utah and so page is a small town but it is home to the lower Antelope Canyon and upper Antelope Canyon mm-hmm. as well as Horseshoe Bend so if anyone follows Instagram and sees all of these beautiful rock places uh, hiking quote hiking places they're not really that significant in hiking but uh, they're beautiful places to photograph Mm -hmm. so lots of influencers will have pictures in these locations I've never been to these locations because I I I have a tendency that if it's really really popular I refuse to jump on the bandwagon but I the part of you that also lives in me it's very contrarian sort yeah. of it's like I'm not gonna go somewhere just because everybody else yes. does I don't want to do the thing just because you're telling me to yes. it has to make sense for me yeah I'll get there when I get there yeah like, there's a piece of me that wants to do it but I need to come to terms yes. with it on, on my own time all of the above Thank all you. of the above yes. and this is why a few years ago I actually found out about this one other hiking trail called wire pass and it is very similar to lower and upper antelope canyon and and so I went to that one and it's it's uh, less traveled and you did that a few years ago or few, 2020 oh, okay I did that it was during it was part of kind of like my high, my healing heartbreak journey at that time mm-hmm. uh, with stupid Brent but <laughs> anyways like I found out about that and I'm like this is great it's less traveled less less traffic with people there and I don't have to pay money because the other thing is like I also think that it's crappy when you have to pay a lot of money to yeah. see these natural outdoorsy places right and and it's it's one thing to pay a small fee to keep it going Mm -hmm. when it's like a hundred dollars I'm like what the you know uh so I chose to go to wire pass a few years ago and it was beautiful and I saw places that were very similar to this but this time around I was like okay I'm ready to kind of do the fun well-known stuff just to be able to say that I've done it because recently I've been on this kick about I should know Arizona so when people come like I don't like to say like oh I've never been to these places that Arizona is well known for like I should know these places and you're the person who loves your national park yes exactly yes 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 to all the above you fancy yourself a hiker yes person and i want to be able to talk about these places for arizona to Mm. be a good ambassador of arizona have a supai on your list it is on my list i didn't make it this time but it was on my list to whenever i do road trips um like solo trips usually Mm. Uh, but went up to page and i did lower antelope canyon in the morning upper antelope in the uh, in the afternoon and then i squeezed in horseshoe bend in the middle and all three places are wonderful. They're beautiful. I took a lot of gorgeous pictures. And I will be honest, like, yes, 
it definitely was a lot more gorgeous than Wire Pass, which is the alternative to Antelope Canyon. So I definitely can see why people can charge and people are willing to pay that amount of money to go on these tours because each tour was anywhere from 80 to a hundred dollars each. Mm -hmm. And so I, you know, part of me is like, I refuse to pay that much money for a 0.6 mile hike. You know, like <laughs> this is like me. Like people ask if I want to do a marathon or a 5k. I'm like, I'm sorry. You want me to run or walk <laughs> this distance, five, 10 K, whatever yeah. it is. And you want me to pay yeah. to do it? I can do that for <laughs> exactly. free. Exactly. No, you're right. Exactly. So, the, But I can definitely tell, like, yes, it was such a – it was really beautiful to kind of see all that. And it was a guided tour, so I got to see oh, – cool. uh, I got to hear and see some stories behind some of the rock formations. So that was really cool. And Horseshoe Bend, it was nice to kind of um, see something in person. Yes, pictures are one thing, but – there is something to say about seeing things in person. Mm -hmm. Pictures don't always capture everything. So I was really happy to be able to experience all three of those all in one day on my first day of the trip. Then I camped out and then I, I, I kind of drove halfway to the Grand Canyons. The Grand Canyons may be about three hours away from Paige. Okay, because so, Paige is yeah. further I apologize. East. Maybe it's like two hours, actually. Yeah, okay. it's like east, uh, northeast. Then drove until I got tired. Then I went to Grand Canyon the next day and I spent maybe a good like six hours at the Grand Canyon and I visited some of the the, the landmarks that are well known in Grand Canyon and I've been to the Grand Canyon a couple other times but I never made it to the visitor center to get my passport stamped oh. so made it to the visitor center and I got my official National Park passport book stamped and then after I did the Grand Canyon I drove uh, about an hour and a half two hours until I got really tired southeast and I headed towards Petrified Forest National Park. So I got to put a sticker on my water bottle mm -hmm. and I got to do another stamp in my National Park passport and I visited the two major hikes that are well known at, in the Petrified Forest uh, National Park and then I came back and that was all in three days. I car camped and so I kind of just drove in my car drove, you know, and I had a cooler of food and ice and and water and so and, and then a sleeping bag, a pillow, all of my clothes, deodorant, wipes to wipe because, you know, there's no shower and I don't have a solar shower yet. One day I will have a van uh, and I will uh, have a solar shower, maybe. But, a solar uh, shower. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, if mm -hmm. y'all haven't heard how Miley got into camping, go back to the beginning of time in this podcast. Uh, and there was it was a guy yeah. who took her camping for the first time. But like she just went camping for the first time in her entire life three years ago. Yes. Yes. And the way you did it was roughing it. Yes. Well, what do you mean by roughing? Like you just put up a tent in the middle of nowhere, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it roughing was, it. Oh, okay. It was There's so no much fun. Water, no, no electricity. No, no, no toilets. Campground. Yeah. No, no. Right. It was none of that. And it was so fun. And I, I mean, Objection. The, <laughs> the like being able to wake up in the like outside in the middle of nowhere with a beautiful sunrise and birds chirping and just being in nature. It was really wonderful. And is this because you think you're a city person? No, it's probably because I never got to do it as a kid. And all of these things are so okay. new and things that I never got to do. And what I mean by city person is because you were born and raised in the city. So oh. like I was born and raised in the sticks. I mean, like we didn't have neighbors. Oh. Like I lived oh. in the country. Yes. Then I've never lived in the country. So I think I have less appreciation for that camping. That might be it. Because it's 
too close to home. Uh, that might be it. <laughs> like we could camp in the backyard oh. <laughs> and wake up to the same thing. Oh, that is true. There, it wasn't yes. a suburb. There weren't yeah. walls or fences that or might houses or power lines around us. I've always but. lived in neighborhoods yeah. with people next door. It's just an observation that just popped into my Interesting. head. Yeah, 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 it might be it. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. But that was super fun. And I got to, I mean, I, I've been to the Grand Canyon before, but not like the way I did. Like the one time when I went what to the Grand Canyon. For six hours at the Grand Canyon. Every time I've gone to the Grand Canyon, uh-huh. like one time it was part of a tour. The first time it was part of a tour and we had lunch there and the native, the Hopi people had set up some shopping type of things for us to look at their crafts. And I'm sure we heard somebody speak about it. And the other times I've been, two other times, I think, you just go check out the lookouts. I mean, I wasn't with people who could hike and we weren't prepared to hike down into it. That's a little more intense than I'm probably equipped for. But I just, what do you do for that many hours at the Grand Canyon? Yeah, so the... The fr- I've been there, I would say, a total of three times. The first time was when I was a little kid, maybe about five or six years old, mm-hmm. and my family took me there, but um, I don't remember it, so I don't really count it. The second mm-hmm. time I was there was a few years ago with the same guy that introduced me to camping. Um, so same thing. I'm not a big fan of Brent, but I will thank him for this part <laughs> of my life because he is the same guy that taught me about hiking and camping and all this stuff. So thank you, but not thank you, Brent. Uh, See, it's not even a thank you. It's just something good comes of yes, everything. Yes. It's just a matter of, you yes. Know, and so uh, I went with him to the Grand Canyon, but the North Rim, and we did hike. We hiked maybe about six miles down into the canyon and then came back up six miles just because the, one of the rules of thumb when you're hiking is when you're halfway done with your water, you should turn around and go back. So um, that's just to be like a safety tip. But So you did not stay the night? Not Well, we went somewhere else and camped in the Grand just Canyon. Just not in? Not in the canyon. Gotcha. But there's a lot of campgrounds around and throughout the Grand Canyon. So then this time was my third time. So that's why I was like, I finally put a sticker on my water bottle and I finally got my National Park passport stamped because I ne- I've never been to the visitor center. But at the visitor center, there's a lot of um, like information and educational stuff that you can read about the Grand Canyon. Okay. But then what I did was I went on, they have a, there's a section of the Grand Canyon that vehicles are like private vehicles are not allowed to access. Mm-hmm. And they take you to seven of like these beautiful lookout points. And so that shuttle, if you go to every point, and you spend 15 minutes at each point, it ends up being about three to four hours from beginning to end. And so I went to each lookout point. Each time I went there, I was there for 15, 20 minutes until the next shuttle came. Sometimes I would miss the shuttle and have to wait another 15, 20 minutes. (laughs) So that's how you, you know, there's like three to four hours of your time right there. Mm -hmm. Uh, But before... But that seems worth it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. And uh, what happens like before I did all of that, I had gotten there really early in the morning. So I actually went to one of the first lookouts at the, the perimeter of the Grand Canyon so you're only um, maybe you're only like 500 feet from the bottom because it gets deeper as you get to the center of the Grand Canyon kind of Mm -hmm. and so there was a lot of information there and I kind of just sat there it was still kind of a cool morning it wasn't too hot yet and so I just sat there had my breakfast kind of just enjoyed the morning so that was probably an hour hour and a half caught up with some at the the rim or at the perimeter of the Grand Canyon I can still get some reception so I was just checking on messages and stuff like that I was like are you gonna tell me you did emails at the Grand Canyon no I I caught up with some text messages and stuff (laughs) um and Instagram and you know and uh, and then towards the end of the day I found a place to eat and then I started driving towards petrified your next stop yes yes yeah so it was 
it was a good day. I got to meet some people along the hikes and, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. You met a girl at Antelope. Met a girl with Antelope. Yeah. Actually, I met her at, at Horseshoe. Oh. And um, I was like, hey, do you mind taking a picture of, of me? I, I, I'll take a picture of you because she looked like she was solo travel as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she's like, yeah, for sure. I'd love that. And, you know, you always end up talking to people. And she's from Boston. She's on a solo trip. And she she had just come into Vegas and drove to Antelope. She had just gone on the lower Antelope tour that I had gone on. And she was like, I wasn't sure what I was going to do the rest of the day. And I was like, you should do the upper Canyon too. Why don't you do the one that I'm doing? <laughs> so um, we ended up chatting for a while at, uh, at Horseshoe. Then I met up with her like an hour later to do up upper Canyon. And that was super fun. And I found out that she's a flight attendant for JetBlue. And so we talked a lot, all about this aviation stuff. And you stuff. had the same birthday. Well, so then what happened was <laughs> I posted something on my Instagram. And we had become oh. Instagram friends by then. And so she sees, like, um, she sees something about, like, my birthday. And she messages me right away. She's like, when was your birthday? Was it today? Why didn't you tell me it was today? And I was like, no, it was yesterday. And then she goes, don't think I'm a creep or anything, but it was my birthday too. <laughs> and I'm on this for my birthday. And I was like, oh my gosh, no wonder. Because we had just talked about what we, I don't know how we got on the subject. We were talking about what we ate the night before. And she was like, oh, I flew in and I, I picked up um, like a birthday cake flavor cupcake at the vending machine. And I was like, and then I told her, I was like, oh, I should have had a cupcake or some kind of birthday cake last night in my head because I was thinking mm-hmm. yesterday was my birthday. I should have had some birthday cake, but I didn't. Right. And I, I just mentioned, I was like, I should have had some birthday cake too. And she didn't say anything and I wasn't going to tell her it was my birthday. Like, I'm not going to talk about myself like that. Um, and then and on Instagram, me. Yeah, on Instagram, she goes, that's why I told you I had birthday cake last night because it was my birthday. And I was like, oh, my gosh, we have the same birthday. That's adorable. Yeah. So um, is she going to jet blue out here sometime? Yeah, I told not her she should so and that she can and she can always stay with me here yeah. in Phoenix. And um, there's a couple other places that we were talking about. She's a big hiker as well. Mm-hmm. So we were also talking about all of the like similar places that we've gone hiking together. So it was super fun. And maybe fun. she'll meet you at a park somewhere. Yes. I even And she's a scuba diver too. Oh my so God. I, told her, I know we were talking about that. And I was like, okay, I have some scuba diving trips planned. I'm going to tell you when they are. <laughs> you can totally join. I love it. So... It, FYI, this a little bit of a tease, but if people are into the national park scene, we have an episode coming up soon that yes. Miley is going to go in depth in her national park knowledge, not necessarily specifically about national parks, but like how, how to, to prep to yes. visit them yes. and just get into all the yeah. fun stuff with that. Yes, but. yes, yes. Thank you for that plug. And while we're talking about episodes, yeah. what are we talking about in today's episode? We're talking about our periods. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're I talking love about it. more than just bleeding. We're talking about <laughs> our whole cycle. Start to one. Day mm-hmm. one, when your period arrives. All the way to the last day before yeah. your next period so arrives. last day, <laughs> however many days that might be for you. 24, 30, who knows? Could be. But it's not just about that. Like, we're talking about the cycle, but also, like, what about those different parts of that cycle can explain maybe some of your uh, mindset, your thinking, some of your triggers, or maybe what, um, what a new word that I started like coming across was your glimmers. So it's oh. the opposite of triggers. Okay. And it's, gl- you know, how triggers are kind of, ten- they tend to like trigger you into like negative spaces kind mm-hmm. of. Glimmers are things that trigger you into like these micro joyful moments that are like extra happy, joyful moments. So triggers and glimmers. You say glimmers. I mean, obviously I knew immediately what you meant when you contrasted it against trigger. And I was like, food. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. Somebody asked me recently, they're like, what's your joy kind of like type of question? And I was like, oh my God, food. 
Mm, like food is yeah. the one thing people yeah. tell me people have repeatedly told me like you light up when you talk about food uh-huh. i'm like i do and i always have like for years it's been it. that way it. so anyways glimmers food oh good <laughs> i'm glad yes um but yeah it's a fun episode we talk a lot about um mindset uh, physical feelings appetite attention to detail how different phases of our cycle uh, first of all, the labels for them, which yes. is fun to listen to us get it confused. <laughs> uh, and what hormones are fluctuating at what times and how you might be experiencing it. You might be feeling this. You might have less attention to detail, more energy, more hunger, less hunger. Be extra tired. Be not tired. So, And I love how she does a great job at paralleling it with... How can you take advantage of knowing all of this information so that you can maximize your goals, maximize when you do certain things, if it relates to your personal life or your professional life? And Mm -hmm. so I think there's a lot of great things in this episode that can help all of our listeners. Yeah. Understanding where you will be in Mm -hmm. your cycle when looking at your calendar and planning your tasks so that you aren't overwhelmed so you're booking certain things for times when you know you have the capacity or you know sometimes things come up and you got to do them when you got to do them but at least you have it there and you know you'll have you know you'll be in a certain space and you can plan for it ahead of time for sure and going back to like for everyone even for our listeners who do not have a period you can really utilize this to kind of help understand others who do have periods Mm -hmm. and or support those uh, people who do have periods yeah I mean it's basically impossible that you don't know somebody (laughs) who menstruates so it's a good episode we really had fun listening to her she has some programs coming out so be sure to hang on closer to the end of the episode when she's going to talk about them we will put her information in the show notes and she's also got some resources so stay tuned to our instagram because i will link some of brianna's resources in our stories yes 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 all right let's get into it Today, we have Brianna Viegas on with us. We're so happy to have her. She helps entrepreneurs harness their menstrual cycle so they can optimize their energy and productivity. She is also really passionate about what she does because the menstrual cycle and female hormones affect so much more than fertility and periods. So whether you're a coach, a service provider, or you're selling a physical product, When you align your to-do lists with your cycle, everything gets easier. Welcome to the show, Brianna. Thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. How are you doing today? Good, good. Yeah. I'm actually just like coming off of my period. So I'm like, (laughs) you know, feeling good. I'm feeling ready to go. (laughs) That's awesome. I'm about to go into my period. It should be coming in the next seven days. I was telling Mandy. I think Miley and I are on the same similar because I think yeah. I checked earlier and I'm about a week out and I'm like, oh, fine. I so I have two weeks to go before I hit that like, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was going to plan a scuba diving trip next week, but when I was looking at my calendar, I was like, mm, scheduling, you know, like my yeah, menstrual cycle is coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Brianna, so excited to meet you. I'm Mandy, by the way, and that was Miley who introduced you uh, just for listeners listening and for your reference. Um, Brianna, I think you found us on Instagram at some point and like found our show and that's how I got turned on to your page. And Miley and I had been talking for a while about chatting with somebody who does this type of thing. And 
I think you did you interview the ladies who started the agenda app? Yeah, the agenda period. Yeah, I interviewed Alex. And yeah, she's amazing. I know of them a little bit through a friend. I think she's a cousin of one of my friends here. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, or it's her partner. But is it just Alex who started it? So I think recently she just um, partnered with someone else who I think her name is Anna. I haven't met her, but um, I've met Alex. Yeah. Okay, maybe it's Alex that I quote know through mm -hmm. a friend here. Um, but yeah, I, I got in on like the beta testing of their app a while back. And so I still get their emails and everything. So it was fun to see that your podcast had interviewed her about her app. I didn't get to listen to that one because I was doing my homework and you have a mm -hmm. lot of episodes. How many? So tell yeah. us what's the name of your podcast. My podcast is called Hormone Rants. And I have, I think now like 61, 62 episodes. That's super awesome. Can I quickly interject? Can you like one liner, tell the audience what the agenda app is since you guys both talked about it and I have no idea what it is. Yeah, so the agenda period app, it's a cycle tracking app, but as opposed to being just a period tracker where you're looking at, you know, like days, day of your cycle and, and symptoms and things like that, it also outlines the phase of the cycle oh, that you're in. I see. And it has a super cool feature where you can then connect it to your Google Calendar. So your phase can pop up on your calendar and you can oh. start making those connections easier than like, oh, I'm just going into the app because I'm on my period, but actually bringing oh. it into real life. So it's a really, That's cool, really cool concept. Yeah. And yeah. Thank you. And then, so then you interviewed the creator of the app on your mm -hmm. podcast. Can you tell us yes. a little bit more about just again, quick overview of hormone your, rants. Uh, yeah, hormone rants. I love the name of your podcast, by the way. Oh, um, but yeah. Tell us a little bit about your podcast. Yeah, so the podcast is really was what I first started with um, and was just a way to start talking more about our cycles and take it outside of just period symptoms and period problems, but talk about ways that it impacts us in so many more areas of our life and open the conversation because it is one that hasn't, we either haven't had or, you know, just it's been so limited in the information that we have. So I just wanted to, yeah, bring the word. <laughs> and the reason this is so passionate to you, Brianna, is you yourself were diagnosed with PMDD, which yes. is premenstrual dysphoric disorder. And although I listened to a bunch of your episodes and you actually talked about what that was in one of them, I, for the life of me, cannot remember how, like, I don't think I can articulate to listeners what exactly PMDD is. Would you mind helping us out? For sure. Uh, so PMDD is a hormone sensitivity. So unlike an imbalance where you don't have enough of something or you have too much of something, in this case, it's an adverse reaction to the normal fluctuation. So after ovulation, when you get progesterone coming in, instead of that being a nice uh, soothing hormone for your nervous system, it can actually trigger more anxiety and depression, intrusive thoughts. So it actually is more of a triggering experience. Uh, and so it can feel similar to um, PMS, but it's more extreme and often lasts much longer. And what's a really distinctive part of it for listeners is that once your period starts, it like lifts almost like a cloud. And so a lot of times people feel like they're bipolar because they kind of feel like two different people. Um, but then once you start to track it, sometimes you realize like, oh, this is very connected to my cycle and it hits at a very specific day and it lifts, you know, on a very specific day. And so, um, yeah, so it's hard to, it's hard to notice though, because especially with all of 
the things that we've been told that are normal and common in terms of experiences with our period, it can be hard to make those connections. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know until if, I don't even know if anyone ever talked about quote, what's normal, not normal, mm -hmm. how you should feel, how, you know, how you feel, how you don't feel, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes I think people, I mean, until probably the last two years, maybe of my life, like, which is really, really recent in the grand scheme of things. Like, and I've been having periods for gosh, pushing 30 years. Yeah. So like, yeah, to only the last less than 10% of that time have I even become aware of the different phases of my cycle. I'm like, what do you mean? There are phases, luteal, mm -hmm. what now? What's happening? <laughs> there are phases. What does this mean? Like, I don't know. This, this is, this is all still very, very new to me in the uh, history of being a person who menstruates. And it's fascinating. I feel like it takes so much for me to like hear it over and over and over again before I'm really figuring it out. So I'm yeah, excited. I actually don't know the phases. I, when you say that word, I'm like, I've heard it before, but I have no, I'm not even sure I know how to say the word. So I'm not going to even attempt luteal. luteal? I was going to say, which luteal? word did I say? Yeah. There's the follicular <laughs> and then there's obviously menstruating, right? Like, mm -hmm. okay. So will you yeah. real, yes. real quick, walk us through like those basics. Of Vocabulary words and meanings. Cycle. Yeah. Of a cycle. Yeah, absolutely. So the first phase is menstrual phase. So this is the one we're all familiar with when we're actively bleeding. So and like, just so when they say know. like day one of your menstrual yeah, cycle, day one. So your cycle is the day you start. Gotcha. Yes. 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 And then as uh, you finish bleeding and that's when estrogen starts to pick up and rise in your system. And so that's really the transition to follicular. When we're talking about these phases, like menstruation and ovulation are sort of the anchor points. Like they have very obvious physiological markers. When you're on your period, you're bleeding. When you're ovulating, you have a lot more discharge. You can actually track it with your temperature. So like there's ways to actually identify those as anchors. The other two phases, follicular and luteal, are more of these transition phases, which is like the rise of certain hormones and the fall of other hormones. So that's happening folliculars between your period and ovulation, and then luteals between ovulation and the next period. And so those ones are more of like where the art and science sort of mix, and that's where you kind of feel into a little bit more when that actually starts for you. Um, some people will you know, bleed for seven days, but their follicular energy might start like day four, where someone else may have already finished bleeding before they actually, you know, start to feel that, that change. So there is an element of like feeling into your own experience with it, but those are the four phases. Oh, okay. Uh, how I like happen. how you say feeling into yeah. your own experience with it. Cause it's not like this is this and this day yeah. is this and da, 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 da. like it's, it's a little yeah. different for and all of us. Exactly. Everyone's different and the way you feel can be different than what the quote, science or the particular mm -hmm. specific what what label. Yeah. Yes. Thing. Right. And even if we're talking about specific days, like everyone cycles a little bit different length and things like that. So even I don't like to narrow it down that specifically, like on this day, you'll feel this because, you know, day, for example, like day 20 can be like 10 days out from someone's period, or it can be like five days out from someone's period. So that experience is going to be very different based on the length of your cycle and in your experience of it.
Yeah, I have a shorter cycle. Like I always have ever since I was a kid. It's always been somewhere between three and four weeks, like 24, 25 days, mm-hmm. which was really annoying to me. <laughs> it's still kind of annoying. But so as a kid, I say kid, as a teenager, I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, why do I have to put up with a period every three weeks? So I got on birth control as a way to um, control it and manipulate it. And I had a really like the pill. So Mm -hmm. I had a really hard time and went through a lot of different versions of the pill. Like, even though the doctors I was speaking to, I told what my goal was like to Mm -hmm. manipulate basically my cycle. Um, I had a really hard time not having breakthrough bleeding even on the pill. So they would try to mint all these different versions. Eventually I found one that was okay and worked for me. And then gosh, I got, uh, an IUD at some point, the Mirena, uh, mm-hmm. hormonal IUD. And then that completely stopped everything like maybe six months in. And I did that for 10 years and that was wonderful and freeing, but <laughs> <laughs> then, um, oh, I don't know. A while back, I decided no more hormones. I was like, I'm done with that. I would just like to let my body kind of see what it does all by itself Mm -hmm. since I haven't been trying to manipulate it in a really long time. So it's probably been about, gosh, pushing eight years now with no hormonal, uh, what do you call birth control? Mm -hmm. And that's been really fun. (laughs) Now I get my period and I celebrate every month. I'm like, I'm still fertile, whether or not I'm actually fertile. I don't know, but I'm like, I still got it. (laughs) I'm still bleeding. That's good. I'm still young. Like, I'm like, it's a sign of youth. And it's also like my body is still working. Mm -hmm. Like it's, and I, and I track it. Like I started tracking it back then. Mm -hmm. So like, I have a good idea of how long my cycles were. And now I track a little bit more like the things you were talking about with the apps and like what you do with kind of how I'm feeling and certain symptoms Mm -hmm. and what's going on with me on certain days. Yeah. One thing that stands out to me about your experience is like the idea of being on hormones, like feeling freeing. I think that really just shows like how much we don't know about our bodies because, Mm -hmm. you know, even that idea, like I know that experience is very real for so many people of like, okay, at least I know what to expect now. But the fact that we are told to like go on medications and synthetic hormones to have that sense of consistency of control of our bodies, as opposed to being educated to know what it actually feels like, what's normal, how to work with your body is like, you know, it's such a disservice, but that's why I'm like so passionate about this work because you can feel that same sense of like calm, control and freedom by just understanding how to actually work with your body's natural rhythm. Totally agree. I mean, when I let go of hormonal birth control, I was like, this is ridiculous. Why am I, it was sort of, I was getting into my definite letting science and patriarchy and the medical (laughs) system sort of take over and have a say over what I, why do I have to be hundred percent responsible for birth Mm -hmm. control was also a big part. And I was single. So I was like, whatever, Mm -hmm. fuck it. And men can also play a big part in the Mm -hmm. pregnancy aspect of this. So like, don't want to get pregnant, then here's what you need to do. But like, yeah, I was just kind of over having synthetic hormones and really thinking I'd rather see what my body does at this Mm -hmm. point and let it just sort of be. I've never been on birth control. Yeah. I'm actually going to be on birth control next month because I'm actually going to go undergo egg freezing. So the whole, the first part of IVF, and I listened to your episode about fertility um, or in parentheses in fertility. Um, And so, but yeah, so now I'm like listening to you guys talk about hormones. I'm like, oh no, I've never relied on hormones. And now I have to actually be on hormones. I'm a little nervous about being put on birth control, even though my doctor says it's for such a short period of time Mm -hmm. that it shouldn't mess up with my natural 
body and things like that. It's just, I still get a little nervous because again, I don't fully know everything and I don't know what it's going to be like when I am taking hormones that are not like that. My body's not producing by itself or on it, you know, so we'll see. I I mean, that's definitely, yeah, it's definitely true that like, especially on a, a short period of time, like your body's super adaptable. Um, and a lot of times really like when people talk about like post pill syndrome and like those sorts of things, oh. it's really most often the result of like people going on the pill to treat their period symptoms. And so then it's acts as sort of a bandaid. You're not necessarily experiencing the symptoms, but they're also not going away. Like the, the issues are still there. So then when you come off. And especially when you've been on it for a long time, it can deplete a lot of nutrients. So then it's like, you're just not in your like best health anyways. And then now all of these things reemerge. But if you already are experiencing like a fairly healthy, regular cycle going on hormones for a short period of time, it's not something that's necessarily going to create problems. And if it is, then that's a side effect and something to raise your hand and say like, hey, this doesn't feel right, you know, and then they can work with you from there as well. So it doesn't there's definitely reasons to use it and it's definitely a valid choice. But for me, it always comes back to this element of like informed consent that you know what you're signing up for and you know what trade-offs there are in the process. And so that you can make that decision for yourself. Heck yeah. Those, uh, what you call like the, uh, the, oh my gosh, what are they called? Like the inserts? Yes. Yes. Like what are they called? (laughs) Why am I thinking of MSD? Like the, wait, what did you just say, Brianna? The like inserts, the, with the side effects and drug drug information. Oh, I'm like, there's an actual name for the drug. Oh, the inserts. (laughs) Like the, um, the the side effects and the things that they tell you with hormonal birth control. It's pretty wild. It's like blood clots and seizures. And yeah, it's really wild. And we just accept it as normal because everyone else is doing Mm -hmm. it and everyone's always done Mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. and they say it's fine. So we just Mm -hmm. do it. And meanwhile, they don't throw a lot of money towards studying anything that has to do with women's healthcare, let alone reproductive. Yeah, unfortunately. yeah. So anyways, uh, I will step down off my soapbox about that. <laughs> but um, okay. So Brianna, can you tell us a little bit about the relationship between our 24 hour and 30 day cycles? Yes. So this is where we kind of bring the conversation out of like, you know, your health symptoms and, you know, cycle symptoms into how this shows up across the month for us in terms of our energy, our motivation, our focus, all of these things. When we think about our energy levels and productivity, we're used to measuring these things based on a 24 hour clock, right? You measure, you know, how much energy did I have today? What can I expect for tomorrow? We time block, you know, all of the things are based on this, you know, 24 hour schedule. And we have rhythms in our body that are happening and resetting every 24 hours. So think hunger and sleep, like those are on a 24 hour schedule. This has become like our standard way of doing things because male reproductive hormones also run on a 24 hour clock. So their cycle of testosterone is happening across the day and aligns really well with this. So it's called a circadian rhythm. So it's kind of like with the sun and women have that as well, but our reproductive hormones are happening on this 30 day cycle. And so how I like to think about this interaction and why it's so important is because this 24 hour clock tells us when it tells us when we're going to be hungry, when we're going to be sleepy, when we're going to have max energy. But our 30 day cycle says how much, how Mm. much nourishment do we need to feel full, full to recharge our bodies? How much sleep do we need to feel rested? 
how mm-hmm. much energy is available during that like max capacity window of the day. And so when we're, you know, having these conversations around like biohacking and all of these things, when we limit it to just this 24 hour schedule, as women, we miss out on things that make a huge difference. And especially if we think about it in business and being consistent and feeling like, you know, when you're going to have capacity to schedule things, to show up for things versus being blindsided, like even your awareness around like going scuba diving and being like, maybe that's not the best week. Like sometimes we're aware of it for that one week of like, okay, I avoid things when I'm on my period, but we actually have like our brains are primed to do certain things at different phases. And so actually zooming out and looking at this 30 day cycle just gives us this next level self awareness and ability to really work with our energy, maximize our energy. Mm -hmm. So like kind of like the reverse is like, I was avoiding certain things during my period. Maybe there are things that I should be doing when I'm not on my period. So kind of flipping it around too to maximize the time when, okay. Yeah. And I started to notice a lot of relationship between my hunger, like how Mm. much food I eat or in my cycle, like there is no satisfying me today. I am so hungry. Uh, And like those days for me tend to come before my period starts. Like I tend to get, I'm like, I don't know. I was like two tacos, a tostada and a burrito. Like, I'm like, I don't know. I have no full today. I have no off. There'll be like a few days like that for me. And then there'll be days where I'm like, eh, I don't know. I'm not super hungry. And some days workout energy is high. I'm like, I could go, go, go other days. uh, Not so much. I'm gonna take it easy today. Do like half a workout. (laughs) But maybe that's like what Brianna was saying at the beginning, how you're just coming off of your period. So you have all this good energy Mm -hmm. and, and that might explain why I've been a little tired this week (laughs) because I'll be going into my period next week. Oh yeah. I also do notice sleep fluctuations. Okay. So tell us a little bit about the phases of our cycle and what we should be aiming for kind of Mm -hmm. in each of them or characteristics of each cycle too, right? Yeah. So, and this is too, in the free resource that I'll share, like I go a little bit deeper into kind of the hormone part of it and tasks for your business. What I like to kind of highlight as the top things are in the menstrual phase, this is your ideal time to really uh, tap into your intuition, Mm. your priorities, your values, your boundaries, because- oftentimes we feel like we're the most hormonal and like triggered and so we almost like dismiss what comes up for us in this window but what's actually happening is our hormones are at their lowest and so there's not really a buffer between like our internal world our subconscious and our conscious self which means that our body is giving us all this information about what's really important to us what we want to make space for where people are crossing boundaries and all of those things. So it's an incredible time to journal and actually listen to what comes up. And what I love about it in business is when you set this as like your anchor and your values, then when that energy of follicular and kind of like I was sharing at the beginning, like that energy comes back, you get to channel it. And so like, this is exactly how I'm moving towards my priorities this month, as opposed to getting caught up in like all the ideas or all the distractions or busy work, because you're like, oh, I can take on anything. I feel super resilient. I can do all the things, but it's being really intentional with that energy of like, where do I want all of this energy to go towards? And then as we shift into ovulation, this is when we're sort of the most magnetic and open to receive our hormones are all peaking and we're fertile and you know all of those things were glowing and it's a great time to be the most visible to do the hard things in your business so i've worked with people who are like i always 
raise my prices when I'm ovulating because I'm the most confident. I'm the most like believing in myself. And I have like the hormone buffer to like handle the emotions around it. Like when I say the price and in that, what feels like five minutes, but is like a matter of seconds where you're waiting for a response, you're more resilient to that experience. And so they, and they're like, I haven't had anyone say no since, you know, making that shift. And then once we shift into luteal, like the powerful, uh, the superpower you can say there is leaning into really focused work, deep work, attention to detail, because when our estrogen drops, it kind of removes a little bit of like the rose colored glasses, we start to notice more things like oftentimes people will mention here that they are like, oh, I need to spring clean or I need to organize things because you just start noticing all the little stuff in your space. And it's almost like a nesting phase. Um, so in our businesses, this is really great in terms of like admin, doing, checking on like the books, doing the detailed work that actually moves everything forward. And so it's a really powerful framework of how to actually create the space for strategy and vision, but then also know exactly when you're going to have the collaboration conversations and exactly when you're going to do the steps to bring it into the world from idea, you know, to execution. So wait, ovulation is follicular, right? Those are the same? No, so they're not no. the same. So follicular is the time between your period and ovulation. So the menstrual, oh. follicular, ovulation, ovulation like and then... Yes, ovulation is a short, like three to four day window around okay. ovulation. Yeah, because ovulation itself is like a moment. Yeah. <laughs> and ovulation, then, then luteal, day, technically. Mm-hmm. then menstrual again. Yes. Okay. Okay, so follicular... Okay. It's right after menstrual. Menstrual, mm-hmm. journaling, yeah. focusing, follicular. And follicular is like uh, planning, brainstorming, going into more of the creative side of things. But again, having that anchor of menstrual cycle allows you to like be creative yeah. and allow the ideas to come in, but make sure you're using your energy towards the one idea that yeah. you're focusing on this month as so opposed like, to going in all the re- directions. M- m- menstrual is like brainstorming all the ideas. Then follicular is, okay, here are like the top three things I really want to put my energy into. Then yeah, ovulation. Like the possibilities. Yeah. <laughs> How could this um, happen? How could this come into the world? Yeah. Yes. And then ovulation, ovulation is, is acting on it. Acting on it. Is that where you're most confident you said, or is that the yeah. luteal phase? No, ovulatory. No. Ovulation again, is when you do like, the co- confidence. And then, this is why I've created this, this PDF yeah, too, because it yeah. will break all of this down for you. Because yeah, the first time hearing it, it's definitely like, okay, there's a lot there's a lot of vocab. No, 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 this is great. But yeah. I was and thinking ovulation when you were saying it's like a good time to be seen or something mm-hmm. along these. And I went, oh, so that's a great time to plan a date. <laughs> yeah. It's a great time. Well, for you are most dates. confident. That is when you're most yeah. confident. Yes. Yeah. All right. I, I, I need to be in my ovulation <laughs> phase all the time. <laughs> and I love how you parallel it with just in business. Yeah. That mm-hmm. way, when you need to do, especially some of the harder things for you, everyone mm-hmm. is different based right. on what is hard, most hard for you. Like for some people, it might be, you know, really easy to raise prices and maybe someone is not right. So mm-hmm. you, if you know yourself, you can kind of time when is, you know, when you're most confident to do something. It's when, always scary to raise prices yeah, it is. for me personally, because mm-hmm. like I have a product-based business and it's like, I mean, inflation is real. It's hitting mm-hmm. everything. And it's like, crap, my margin is not what it used to be. Like I have to bump things up somewhere. So it's like, Ooh, is anybody going to notice, you know, I hit that 
follicular phase, I guess, probably where I'm like, I need to update my website today or ovulatory, like wherever I am, somewhere in there. I'm like, yeah. today's the day I'm updating the website. I'm making these website. changes and luteal things. Luteal that's, that's luteal right there. sense of like mm-hmm. urgency, like the website has to be fixed yeah. today. Luteal. Luteal. Probably because I've been planning it for the exactly. previous two yeah. weeks. And then I'm like, all right, today's the day. I sit down, log into yeah. Wix, do my website, yeah. update things, take photos, update photos. Like that's luteal admin stuff yeah mm-hmm. and it's so scary though it definitely scary raising prices anytime you do that because you're like is anyone going to notice is anyone going to say anything like uh, and no there's one always has. that uncertainty right no one yeah. has just like you mentioned yeah. your you know your clients have told you I just thought that was funny how that was paralleling lots of other yeah. things okay so we're we're sort of paralleling this with entrepreneurship which I love. Can you tell us some other ways that this could show up in our business and how it could benefit it? Yeah, absolutely. So kind of what I've shared so far is kind of these like practical things of like, where do you put something on your calendar? Um, But the other way that I see this show up so powerful for entrepreneurs is when you have the self-awareness, you save so much time from spiraling around what you should be doing, how you should be showing up, the way that you're able to negotiate with like perfectionism, inner critic, like comparison, because when you know when those things are going to creep up and how they creep up differently in different phases, it allows you to just sort of be with the experience so much more and then actually use the tools that I know so many of us are learning around like breath work and tapping and we have this whole toolkit. But I think this really helps you see like when you need which tool and when you're like, okay, I need to be with this feeling versus like, oh, this is a nervous system thing. This just happened over like last week, I was on my period and I was scheduling podcast interviews and different things like that. And I had a minute where I was like, I feel really overwhelmed. Like this is too many things. But I was because I recognized that like I'm having a nervous system reaction to scheduling, but it's because my brain thinks I'm committing to do all these things today. And in that moment, I didn't have the capacity to do all of those things, but it's like, well, one, these aren't all happening on the same day and they're not happening while I'm on my period. I'm setting them up for the weeks that I know I'll have capacity. And so like, I know in the past that would have sent me into a spiral of, oh, I can't show up for things or I can never stay consistent. I'm too lazy or like whatever self-talk that happens. But instead of that, it was like, okay, I'm going to take a breath connect with my body and like slow my breathing, but also just that reminder of this isn't today. You're okay. (laughs) You're in bed. You're just texting. Like we're okay. (laughs) And then I just, you know, schedule another thing and, and keep moving. So it saves so much time there. And when you're able to actually just like go into your day, knowing that what's on your plate is the thing that you're going to want to do and be on board for your expectations match what you're doing and again there's like so much of that like internal experience that is streamlined because you're not stressing and you know worried about when that energy is going to come when you're going to have capacity because you know that's awesome i'm definitely now noticing in this luteal phase that i i definitely get busy putting everything on my calendar in this phase like i calendar block every single thing i have to do and like sometimes i'm really good about it and then there are days where i'm like oh i didn't put anything on the calendar what do i have to do today like then i have to go check all my other places but there are days like today where i put every little detail on my calendar so i know all my time over the next, mm-hmm. you know, I usually push it out a week, like for all the small ticky tacky things. Yeah. Big stuff always on there, but all the little things mm-hmm. I start going nuts about and putting on my calendar. 
I really like this. And I think you're very similar, Brianna, because it's the same for us. We're big fans of the better you know yourself, the more you are aware of yourself, the more you can put your energy to the things that matter most to you, right? So learning about this and hearing you talk about this, like I'm now more fascinated to kind of be more aware of my, like how I feel, listen to my body during these next phases so I can get to know my body more. And then hopefully again, more self-aware means I can do better and be better. I have a different period tracker. Like I haven't used the agenda in a while, but I do like that. I can track how I'm feeling there, but I'm loving what you were saying about the agenda that I can overlap it with my Google calendar. So I know like, cause I have a baking business on the side. So sometimes I will have a ton of stuff due on certain days mm-hmm. and it'll, you know, every now and then it happens to where I'm completely overwhelmed by how much I put on my calendar. And I'm like, I really should think about putting like overlapping the two. So I can see when I may or may not be able to handle huge influxes of like busy, busy work, attention to detail, like eight hour days in the kitchen in a row, that kind of thing. My, my tracker doesn't overlap. So I like that feature. Mine Mine does tell me when my follicular phase is or my ovulation phase is, but it Mm -hmm. doesn't, uh, it doesn't overlap, which now I'm so fascinated (laughs) to kind of see, okay, to know, like recognize when I'm in which phase and to see what my body is. It's like, take it to the next. Yeah. Yeah. And what I love about that idea too, like, even if you don't use the app, like this is something I tell my clients all the time. It's like block off at least the hardest days for you. Like if that's like the first couple of days of your period, like put that in your calendar, even if you don't do every phase, because when you see it there, it at least makes you pause and make a conscious decision of like, is this thing that I'm scheduling worth my energy that day does it need to happen that day because sometimes we schedule it just because it's like well i mean i have no reason not to but it's like creating that pause for yourself to say like is this worth my energy on these days or can i move it to a different day because sometimes you know there's events or commitments that are outside of your control you're like i you're not going to push someone's you know gender reveal party because you're on your period (laughs) you know for like a bake i don't know i was thinking about baking a cake but yeah, um, like three wedding cakes and an event yeah. and hauling my ass 60 miles around town in one day. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like those dates you don't have control over, but you can decide, you know, ahead of time of like, am I willing to take on a third wedding that day? What am I saying no to or what support do I need? Where do I bring other people in to help me either ahead of time or on those days? And you know exactly what to ask for, because maybe the request is just like, I need someone to help deliver this. I can manage the the baking and the prep, but I can't be the one to deliver this. Um, so me, it just, I, yeah, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I was gonna say for me, it's also been things like, I'm sure you're getting with clients meal prepping and mm-hmm. leading into those days so that I'm not busy, busy, busy and starving, starving, starving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause they um, coincide. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like I know I'm like, oh, I'm looking at these days. I'm gonna be this busy. I know I need to have food going into the next two days prepped in my fridge. I need to have options, healthy, ready to go. Like I know when I'm craving more veggies, more protein, I eat vegan. So I know when I'm craving like heavier protein, bean, tempeh, tofu, like I know when I'm craving tons of light veggie stuff. Like I've been able to see those patterns in Mm -hmm. my month. So for me, those things as well, it's like, I'm going to need sleep. I need to be done by this time of night because I want to get to bed by this time because I have to be up at this time. So it's like reverse Mm -hmm. engineering my Absolutely. 
Yeah. And then, you know, the days where it's like putting an extra hour in at night is going to make a difference. And when it's like, no, if I don't get this hour of sleep, my whole day tomorrow is ruined versus, you know, getting a little extra done. But then there's days like the end of follicular ovulatory where like maybe an extra hour at night does make a meaningful difference to set you up for the week. And I love that about it because it gives you permission to break the rules. <laughs> because so often we set arbitrary boundaries for ourselves of like, oh, we have to go to bed at this time every day. And it's like, why? Maybe you're yeah. tired early and you're going to go to sleep at eight o'clock and that's fine. And then other days you're like, no, I'm going to stay up till midnight because I'm in the zone and I'm super creative and like, I could shut this down, but then you, you lose that momentum. And so being willing to actually trust your body that it knows uh, what, what you need and, and it's got your back too. I have 100% been in both of those situations. I'm like, yeah, eh, it's 11 o'clock. I can work on this for another hour and then go to bed at midnight and sleep by one. And mm-hmm. I know I won't be out of it. Or I've also been in spaces where I'm like, I am blocking out yeah. an hour and a half in the middle of my day to mm-hmm. lay on my couch in the dark and hopefully fall asleep. <laughs> so yeah, that's awesome. So you have a coaching business where you are coaching women to work with their cycles. Um, yes cycle thinking is that what is that the common term yeah uh yeah that's one of the like trending terms for it yeah <laughs> okay because when i hear it i'm sort of like i'm still it still feels so new to me and mm. like foreign that yeah I'm like, is this what we're calling this? yeah so cycle thinking menstrual cycle awareness are probably the top oh. two ways to talk about it okay. okay and do you mainly get people through your instagram and podcast how are people finding you yeah, through the podcast and Instagram, I do a lot of going on other people's podcasts and things like that because it is something that is new. It's a new conversation and one that needs to be happening more and just, yeah. you know, raising people's awareness to it because, again, it comes back to that informed consent for me because it's like, you don't have to do this. You don't have to work with your cycle. You don't have to take it on, but, but know that you should know that it's an option and that, you know, if you're feeling like, you can't seem to stay consistent or you're always feeling like you're falling off the wagon or you feel super motivated some days and then other days you can't explain why you like you hate your business and you want to just like burn it all down you know it's like <laughs> I love that oh my god so days. everyone feels that <laughs> <laughs> yes but it's like if you're in that cycle um this is just like another way to actually start to make those connections of like you know wh- when am i feeling this why am i feeling this way and how do i actually maximize on each of these phases so it's moving the needle forward for me in a positive positive a hundred percent it will depend on the day of the month that people ask me but they'll ask me about the future of my business like where mm. do you see this and some days i'm like i don't care i'd sell it tomorrow <laughs> yeah <laughs> and other days i'm like oh here's my five and ten and fifteen and twenty uh-huh. goals so like it is that makes sense yeah that way and so people will be like i thought you said you'd sell it tomorrow i'm like well that was then this is now <laughs> <laughs> that was last phase yeah like but i guess like yeah right that you caught me in whatever like yeah yeah follicular is more of that big picture where you're probably like oh yeah i know exactly where this is going and then premenstrually you're like i don't care yeah i'm like i don't care about anything i just want a sandwich but i need a nap and a big sandwich right but i love it like it you know 
it, it goes back to being self-aware too. Like mm-hmm. this is just more information. Again, the more information you have, the more powerful you can be, the more mm-hmm. empowered you can be to, to take on whatever it is that you want to, or know that, you know, maybe today's a day that I take a step back and not put so much pressure on myself. Or maybe take a step back and check your uh, calendar or your mm-hmm. period tracker or whatever app you're using before you answer certain ah, questions. Ah, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, take I can't that, Take that, that mindful today. moment. Nope. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, oh, I can't answer that today. I'll get back to you in three to four days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we, so, can we talk next week? <laughs> absolutely. So that's where my program um, comes in, where I am really trying to help entrepreneurs to understand how do you take all of this information, which one is brand new. Like we're still talking about vocabulary and trying to figure out what's what. Yeah. But then how do we actually take that from biological information to applicable, tangible uh, uses in our business. And so this program is looking at like, how do you set up your marketing, batching and scheduling your strategy sessions, you know, your admin tasks, how do you actually set that up at the best time of the month for you so that you can actually build that consistent momentum and not get thrown off when your motivation disappears and know that like, okay, that's because today I need to just kind of rest and remember why I like this business in the first place. And I'll come back strong, you know, next week. And then also to support sort of the inner experience and the nervous system experience of trying to do things different because so many of us have worked from a place of disassociation with our body, like everything's logical and analytical. And so to making that shift to a more somatic and body practice doesn't feel safe at first, right? That's something new for our body. And so there's also that element of like holding space for how to make this transition and see if this is something that really serves you in your business. Also, thank you for saying that, that hormonal, or whatever you said, just reminded me of like disassociating. Sorry. Mm -hmm. That's what you said, where we've been told for so long in our lives that you're just hormonal, Mm -hmm. you're crazy, you're hormonal, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, I'm not. I have hormones and they fluctuate literally every day. So like, and we're all hormonal. If you woke up today, that was your hormones. If you got hungry yeah. today, like, that was your hormones. Like, like we're all hormonal. Thank God yeah. I'm hormonal. And, and like yeah. some days, some are more yeah. up than others, but like, I'm like, I dated someone once who made some sort of comment about this. And I was just like, yeah, my hormones are different every single day. I might answer that question different every three days. I don't know what to tell you. Nothing is black and white here. Okay. Like, <laughs> but that's the thing too. Like, in, yeah, instead of just blaming it and like it's hormonal and leaving it at that, mm-hmm. let's actually draw back their curtain and say, okay, this we know that it's today. hormonal. Let's better understand yeah. underneath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you start like looking that. from cycle to cycle, you start to see that balance and consistency. Cause yeah, if you're measuring day to day, you're like, well, last week I felt this way this week. I f-, and you feel all over the place you, and it's yeah. hard to come at those things when you're like, well, I do kind of feel crazy. But when you yeah. actually look at it from month to month, you see like, oh, every third week of the month, this is how I feel. And so there is a pattern and there's anchors yeah. there and ways to actually see how, how you're moving forward and not just like feeling like you're all over the place. That's awesome. That sounds like uh, such a good resource for entrepreneurs and uh, people in business. Uh, how should they find you to become a part of your program? Yeah. Connect with me on Instagram. Send me a DM. Let me know you're interested. This is this summer will be my uh, beta round of this group. So I'm doing it more like 
let me know. We'll talk details and see if it's a good fit. Um, but yeah, to come will be all the fancy wait lists and sales pages and ah. all the things. So if you're listening past what summer 2023, <laughs> still, <laughs> still find me. <laughs> yeah. At Instagram, you're at Brianna the oh Vegas Coaching. Yeah. <laughs> Brianna, your Instagram is at Brianna Vegas, Vegas Coaching. coaching. Yes. All one word B R I A N A V I L L A E G A S coaching. Um, and we will obviously, we'll link that yes. when we post this on social media, your handle will be there. We are going to link the resource you have that talks people through specific things of their, uh, of their uh, cycle. Mm -hmm. So if you, people have questions or want to follow and learn more, jump into your beta program, they will be able to do that. I'm so Amazing. excited for people listening yeah. and I hope they take it. I mean, most of our audience is female so are, are, are menstruating so and a lot of them are business owners and entrepreneurs yeah. so I'm really Amazing. hoping some people take advantage of this because uh I'm like I think I need to take advantage yeah. of this to motivate me through the summer <laughs> keep me on track for me I just love yeah, that it's something really. new and it's something relevant and it's going to be really really helpful for everyone who is open to this I I hope that everyone is open to it because it really it, it seems like it's going to be very uh, wonderful and yeah. beneficial and helpful. Yeah. If anything we've said has resonated with you, then mm -hmm. I think you, you're going to be curious about, and if nothing resonates with you, I think you're lying. <laughs> 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 Brianna, it's been awesome having yeah. with you. Thank you so much for coming on with us today and sharing some yeah. time. Of course. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. All right. We'll talk to you soon. And as a final note, if you would be so kind to give us a rating and review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, it is truly helpful to our little show. And if you found this episode helpful to you, please share it on social media or with a loved one. You can find and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Woman Get In. And you can find me, Miley, at Dr. Smiley Miley. And I, Mandy, am at MandyPants15 on Instagram. Thanks so much, friends. We'll see you next week.